Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. That is Fix It Jesus by the Gospel Legends. My, I don't know what my hair got going on this morning. Hold on. People on uh, Jordan are like, we can't see your hair. No way. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. That's Fix It Jesus by the Gospel Legends. And guess what? It's that time again in the morning. Coffee and conversations with Akeisha. That's right. I'm your girl, LMJ, in the place. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome and welcome. Feel like I'm in a, the welcome committee or Sunday school. Welcome once, welcome twice, <laughs> welcome three times this morning. Welcome to all of you off on Joynet. Welcome this morning to those of you that are on my Instagram family and most definitely my Facebook fam. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, um, I want to uh, always have all these this encouragement or this uh, these just different testimonies. People share their story with me all the time. And I'm always so blessed to see the power and the hand of God moving in the lives of individuals around me. Um, I think it was last Saturday, probably Friday before that. Um, there was a friend of mine and she called me and she was like, you know, I, I'm trying to stay steadfast to this thing. And God has been dealing with us about harvesting things with our mouth. And she said, you know, I get to the last week before payday and I always need gas and food. And I said, well, we're just going to stretch our faith and believe. And I was telling her the story of the other person who had told me they had believed God for just a hundred dollars. And I was like, we're just going to stretch our faith and believe God for what you need until in between pay period and pay period. And so it was funny. She was down to $3, no kidding. And we just stood in faith and stood in agreement and was like, Lord, you know, bless her. The same, you're no respect of person. The same hundred dollars that you gave to the other person is the same hundred dollars that you can give to her. I promise you, she was texting me her cash app not a couple of hours later. And it wasn't because she begged. It wasn't because she, whatever. I know it was because she extended our faith. We acted in the power of agreement. And then God moved. She was like, man, somebody blessed me with $100. I went from $3 to $100 in a couple of hours. And I was like, my God, Lord, we thank you. All good, y'all. I'm glad. We, we thank you for just all the things that you are doing in our lives, I was like, this is such a really, really big deal. And I just wanna encourage you this morning because sometimes we'll give up or give out, right? At the point when God is about to do something for us. And God is just simply saying, I have you. If you'll just stay, stay in, in the zone, stay in faith, don't give up, 
Don't relinquish. And I was praying for you guys this morning. I always pray before. And the Lord was saying, he said, they just got to remain consistent. Some of them aren't seeing the manifestation of what they need to see because they aren't remaining consistent. So I just want to make sure that you remain consistent so that you can see the power. You can't be wishy-washy with God. You got to harvest with your mouth. You got to stay steadfast. The same God that gave them and supplied their needs is the same God that's going to supply your needs. So make sure that you just stand con consistent, that you stay that in that place. Y'all know what I'm about to ask y'all. Go hit on my social media. Make sure you're sharing the page. Follow us absolutely everywhere at justblmj.com. That's your girl. Want to know more about me or how to book me? LakeishaMJohnson.com. Or you can email us at info at justbeinglmj.com. Want to share an event with my ladies in the Little Rock area? Um, this weekend at the Little Rock Alumni Delta Sigma Theta House, there is a women's empowerment conference. It is an amazing conference. I've attended the conference every year. I'm going to be doing a book signing there. So please tap in if you feel like it if you just need a refreshing there's lunch it's completely free um there's going to be an encouraging word we're focusing also on mental health this is the month of mental health and so get there if you need your mental health restored you just need some fellowship with women this is the place for you i promise you this is the place for you so um tap into this and of course y'all know what i'm getting ready to say lunch <laughs> Launch. It's time for you to launch. I launch. Get a copy of the launch. It's $12 plus $3 shipping and handling. Get a copy of the launch. We starting to get the testimony. I'm going to create a testimonial page for it. Y'all share. Y'all can tag the page. Talk about how it impacts you. Uh, what were some of your favorite moments out of it? Pull pieces out of it. But get the copy of the launch. Uh, we need you to. One more thing before I get started today, we're going to pray. Um, hold on, hold on. Oh, do me a favor. Consider being um, a monthly partner with the ministry. You can sign up for partnership. It can come directly out your account, uh, Um, It goes to what we do for the homeless, what we do for single moms, to kids and their family. So consider being a monthly partner. We are 501c3. We do operate and act in full ministry. So consider becoming a monthly partner of the ministry. And for those of you that have been partnering with the ministry, love, we love y'all. We thank you. And we are so blessed by you and your consistency and your faithfulness that helps us preach the gospel throughout the world, helps us to provide supportive services and do the things that we need to do for other individuals. Um, so thank you for that. Um, Lords, we will definitely do that for you. Will you do me a favor and email the ministry and we'll definitely stand in agreement with you about your daughter suffering from anxiety. It's very important for us to pray for you. So if you'll email us, Lords, go to the website and drop your prayer request. I want to make sure my prayer team is praying for you. Let's get started. We, we have a prayer request down there. Lord's cultus, I hope I'm saying it right, needs prayer. Her daughter's been suffering from anxiety. We know that anxiety is from the enemy, so we don't have time for that. Um, and we're not going to deal with that at all, <laughs> at all. And God, anxiety is a spirit. And so I want you to do me a favor. Even though she's suffered from it, we got to find out what the root 
of the anxiety is and take authority over it. Anxiety, she wasn't born with anxiety. God didn't give her anxiety. Anxiety isn't what God desires for us. So we're gonna take authority over the spirit of anxiety and anybody else suffering from it and bind it back to the gates of hell from which it came. But I wanna admonish you, I wanna bring this up again because it's coming back into my spirit again. Please make sure you're being consistent. Some of you are not seeing the hand of God or things move in your life because you go and you pray for a few days or you believe God or you become complacent, right? You see God, uh, the bills collectors aren't calling you. So you don't extend your faith for more. Your faith is supposed to grow and God is getting trying to get you to believe him at all times. And so make sure you're being consistent. If God gave you instructions, get up, watch coffee and conversation. If God told you to do whatever, you need to do what God told you to do. You need to stay consistent, stay steadfast in your word. So let's get ready to pray Father, and extend your faith. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for just who you are. We thank you for Lords, the woman of God standing in gap for her daughter right now. We cast the spirit of anxiety back to the pits of hell from which it came. And we thank you. It is being released from her daughter's life right now in the name of Jesus. And Jesus didn't have anxiety. Anxiety didn't come from you. Her daughter doesn't get to have anxiety. Satan, we serve you. Notice, get your hands off her now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that you came to set the cattle free. And we declare freedom in her life. Freedom in her life right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for the consistency, the consistency of your people, that they will not be complacent. They will hunger and thirst for your righteousness, that they will hunger and thirst for more than just a little bit, that they will hunger and thirst for you, Lord God, that they will live kingdom every day of their lives, Father God, operating in their supernatural selves, Lord God, not being resistant to truth, Lord God, but submitted to the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God, that as your word goes forth this morning, the scales are coming up off their eyes. Their ears are being opened. Chains are being sh broken. Shackles are being set free, Lord God, that they're walking in the fullness of who you call them to be in the mighty name of Jesus, that they are anxious for nothing, everything in prayer and supplication, making their request. Lord God, that they won't be just in the rhythm, my God, just in the rhythm of the same old, same old, Refresh them this morning. Restore them this morning, Lord God. Let them seek after you, Lord God. Let them hunger and thirst for your righteousness. Let your glory be filled and shown, shown in their life. Let the mind be the mind of Christ and there will be the will of God. Anxiety, fear, worry, doubt, be casted back to the gates of hell. Let them rise in the power and authority that you've given them in Christ Jesus. Let them be seated at your throne, lay themselves at your feet. We bind every principality that is out of character and in their life back to the pits of hell from which you came. We cast it into the sea and we stand steadfast in agreement for freedom today, right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I'm going to tell y'all something because I have a few things I need to share with you this morning. Um, but do me a favor share the video. <laughs> Go put the video in someone else's hand, drop it in somebody's DM, put it absolutely everywhere it needs to go. Thank you and share the video right now 
in the name of Jesus. Put it out there. Tell somebody, I want you to watch Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Let me do a few shots out. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey, y'all. I miss y'all. Y'all are still coming to see you. I'm just telling you. Oh, hey, Jessica. Oh, we got people in agreement. I love that. Hey, Ronald Perry. Uh, Nalia Singh. Hey, Nalia. How you doing? Hey, Brandy Carkell. Thank y'all. See y'all coming in this morning, hanging out with your girl, LMJ. Remember, this week we've been talking about unmasking the pain. If you're just logging on, we're talking about unmasking the pain, dealing with pain. We've been dealing with pain all week, and I've been giving you examples through Hannah and the pain that Hannah was going through from not having a child. And I told you she represented delays and she represented bitterness and she represented, but then a persistency came about her. And the persistency came because Hannah made a decision to stand up. Hannah made a decision to stand up. And a lot of times when we're dealing with strongholds, it has to come at a point when we make a decision. A lot of times we can be praying for someone, but if the person hasn't made a decision, that they don't want to live like this anymore, that they don't want to exist like that anymore. It's very hard, not saying God can't move, not saying things can't happen, but it's very hard because the person needs to make a decision, right? The person needs to make a decision that they want to no longer be a part of this. They no, more, they no longer want to have this active and happening in their lives. And so a decision has to be made. A decision has to come forth. Um, uh, uh, that, and that's what Hannah did. It says she stood up. And I think Elkanah was the catalyst. And he's like, Anna, Hannah, what's going on with you? You're reduced to tears. You're eating. You won't eat. You're downtrodden because you're missing this thing in your life, but you're forgetting what you have. You're forgetting what you have. You're forgetting what God has blessed you with. And that's how a lot of us are. A lot of times we forget what God has done for us. And because we forget what God has done for us, then we're focused on the wrong things. Hannah needed to become focused <laughs> and Hannah needed to become focused. Philippians 4 and 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about those such things. She was so focused on what she did not have. She was forgetting all of the things that she did have. And so she needed to, she needed to change her perspective. She needed to change her role. She needed to change her mindset. She needed to look at this thing a little bit differently. And so I think Elkanah saying to her is what made her stand up. It says she got up and went to pray. She got up and she went to the altar. And I told you that the altar is the place of exchange, my God. I told you that the altar is the place of exchange. The altar is the place where we're going to release this thing. And this morning, we're going to begin this release, this release process. And then we're going to finalize this. And I told you pain, sometimes we experience the symptoms of things. We experience the symptom of pain, but we haven't yet gotten to the root of pain. So your pain may have been caused by abandonment. Your pain may have been caused by um, alcoholism, abuse. Your pain, and then they're the symptoms to the pain, the things that you come in agreement with 
and the things also that you use. My God, this is a word for somebody this morning. The things that you use to cope with the pain. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for going before us. God, and use my mouth this day that I say only what you want me to say. And so dealing with the pain or being in the pain, um, we've got to do a few things. And so I got to show you a few things on how to deal with the pain today. You got to make a decision that today the pain ends. <laughs> you got to make a decision today that the pain ends, that this is it for the pain. That's, that's the decision that you've got to come in agreement with today. And you're going to have to do some repentance today because some of you, and I did it, some of us have used other things to cope with the pain instead of allowing the spirit or God. See, Hannah was using grief. She wasn't eating. She was doing all of these other things to cope and deal with this pain. She wasn't letting the Lord deal or the altar, bringing it to the altar. She wasn't letting God help her deal with the pain, deal with the issues. And when we have, so come on now, come on Arnetta, when we have coping mechanisms in place, you aren't healing, you're just covering it. When you have coping mechanisms in place, you aren't healing, you're just covering it. You gotta deal with this pain, you gotta recognize you've been in pain, you gotta acknowledge that the pain is real, you gotta look at where the source of the pain came from, and then there are three things that you're gonna have to do as well so that you can close the door to the enemy because most of us, do you know you can even cope with the pain with being over-religious? You can cope with the pain by drugs, you can cope with the pain with sex, you can cope with the pain with food, you can cope and allow anxiety, fear, some of us become addicted to pain and anxiety, fear. You can let worry, you, your words in your mouth indicate what you feel. But most of the time we've been coping with the pain and you have to repent for coping with the pain. You have to repent for allowing this thing to have been in your life. And so Hannah gets up, I want to read this part, and then I'm going to shift into what the Lord showed me for you for today. It says, once after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to pray, or Hannah stood up, right? She Hannah stands up and she goes, and then she's getting ready to encounter Eli the priest. She was. It says Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. So we. Don't, I don't want you crying bitterly. I don't want you crying bitterly. I don't want you to stay in the place of bitterness. I don't want you staying there. I need you to get at the place where you recognize, okay, I've been in pain. Here was the source of my pain. I was sexually abused when I got a, grew up, but I'm not allowing myself to stay there. And as a result of the sexual abuse, I dealt with rejection issues or I've dealt with the spirit of control. And you're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit to show you how you've been coping and what you've come in agreement with as far as this pain is concerned. That's a Holy Spirit question. You're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit to show you that. You're going to have to say, you're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit, show me where I've been coping or dealing with this pain. You got to have to ask him that. Show me my coping mechanisms. Show me where. Search my heart 
God, search my heart. Show me the things that I've been hiding. Because a lot of times we've been lying to ourselves about the pain. We've been masking the pain. We've been over going to school. We've been um, overutilizing success. We've been drinking a lot. Even when the Bible says, do not drink unto drunkenness, we've used sex as pain for the pain. We've used manipulation to cope with the pain. We've got all these things that we've put in place and that we've been using. We use drugs to be with the pain, but you're going to have to enter a very vulnerable state <laughs> with God and deal with the realities and the truth of I've been dealing with this pain completely the wrong way and I need to get rid of this pain. I'm no longer in agreement that it's okay for me to be anxious or worried or coping with this pain. Lord, show me what my coping mechanism is because the thing that you've been coping with and that you've been utilizing is in the place of God. It's in the place of God and your intimacy with God is being disrupted your intimacy with God, your power in your prayers are being disrupted because you've been in agreement with this thing for way too long, way too long. That's big, Yara. That's big. I've, I've been, been in this thing for way too long, using something else, using something else instead of taking this thing to the altar. Hannah had bitterness. She had rage. She had all of these other things going. So you have to ask the Lord to show you the things that you've been utilizing to cope with the pain instead of taking it to the altar. So I'm going to show you three things today. I'm going to give you three things to do today. First, we're going to pause for a second. Holy Spirit, search my heart. Show me the things that are in my life that I've been using as coping mechanisms instead of submitting the pain that I am in at your feet. Show me the places where I've been still holding on to my pain. Give me revelation in your word so that I can abandon this pain right here today in Jesus name. Amen. And if you'll pause for a moment and you'll allow the Holy Spirit to search you, he'll start to show you. He'll say, this is why you were having sex like you were having sex. And some of you thought you were addicted to sex, but it was actually it was actually what you were using to cope because you dealt with rejection as a child. I'm just giving you an example that you dealt with rejection as a child. And because you dealt with rejection as a child, then your mode of getting people to accept you was it was easier for you to have sex or to go have sex because it gave you the attention you needed for a, for a minute. And some of you have said, well, I've already repented, but I need to show you these three stages so that you can come out of alignment and God can do the rest of the circumcision so that we can get healed from this pain. So we can release this pain and get healed from this pain. And I've read these, some of these things, these, all of these things aren't like my necessarily original thought. I'm reading something now from, um, on dealing with holiness and understanding our righteousness. So now putting ourselves in a position of repenting for the agreement. <laughs> so you're going to simply repent for the agreement. So father, forgive me. And I'm sorry. And I'm asking for forgiveness for being manipulative for having a food addiction, um, for being addicted to pornography, anything that you've used as a substitution, my God, anything that you've had in place 
that instead of dealing with your pain, you've used it as a substitution. You've got to repent for the agreement for that right now. I don't care if you've had a shopping problem. I don't care if you've been full of lies. When the Holy Spirit reveals it to you, go ahead and Father, forgive me now. Forgive me for even holding on to depression. Forgive me for claiming those things because we'll claim those things. You got to come out of agreement with that. I'm not I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cl keep claiming depressed. I'm not gonna keep claiming my widowhood. Why? Because the reproach was gone when you accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. This is a real teaching moment. I hope you're writing this a steps down. So you got to repent for coming into agreement with this. You got to repent for coming into agreement with this. You got to repent for what you used as a substitute. For God, even if it was other relationships, being addicted to approval, setting yourself because all of these things that just spiral out of control and it keep it keeps you from being close to God the way that you need to close to God. Re forgive for and your agreement, whatever the stuff, but you got to name that thing. You got to name that thing. You ain't got to put it on a devotional, but you got to name that thing out loud. You know, if you've been watching pornography, you know, if sex has been addiction, you know, if food has been addiction, you know, if, if, if you've been consumed with worry, you've been consumed with anxiety, you know, if you've been manipulating people, you know what you've been doing. So at, once the Holy Spirit reveals it to you, then you go ahead and you ask God, forgive it. But you need to speak that particular thing out loud so that it will not continue to have the hold on you that it's been having on you. Go ahead and speak that thing out loud. Put that thing out there in the air. Acknowledge that thing for what it is so that it can be released from you. The next thing that you need to do is renounce it. You're going to have to renounce this. You're going to have to renounce it because you, you bound it to yourself. You bound it to yourself. It was binding to you. It's like a binding contract. And so right now you're going to have to renounce it. Father, I renounce whatever this is. I renounce choosing this. I renounce living. I renounce worry. I renounce saying I was depressed. I renounce um, taking bipolar and saying this was a part of me. I renounced my widowhood. I'm like, that was just a season in my life. I'm telling you, you need to go ahead and renounce it. I renounce every claim I ever gave to the enemy right now in Jesus name. I'm renouncing my, you've got to renounce it so that you release yourself from it. See, this is the, this is the stuff that you got to do at the altar. This is the stuff that you got to do at the altar. So once you've repented of it, the next thing, see, we don't renounce things. A lot of times we we, we will repent of things, but we won't renounce it. And the enemy loves that. He knows when we won't renounce it, right? Then we'll tend to go back to it. When we won't renounce it, we tend to go back to it. And either we're going to repeat again, or he's going to take that and utilize that. The reason some of you guys have been feeling so tormented is because you didn't renounce it. You're still in agreement with it. And the enemy just comes in like a flood and he replays those same scenarios, those same situations and puts it back into your spirit and you're doing it. See, Hannah had held on to that thing so long that she was praying bitterly and she was in grief. She didn't even begin to see or understand what God could do for her 
or what he was doing for her. So the next thing you got to do is renounce it. And then the last thing you got to do is ask the Holy Spirit to cleanse you. Father God, create in me a pure heart. God, renew a steadfast spirit. That's Psalms 51 and 10. Renew a steadfast spirit. God, give me your holiness. Give me your righteousness. Cleanse me. Cleanse me right now in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, I need you. I need your holiness. I need you to cleanse me. And then don't come into partnership and agreement with this absolutely anymore. And I know some of you are like, what if it it surfaces again, Lakeisha? Then follow the steps again. Follow the steps again. Follow the steps again. This is your personal process. This is your personal process. This ain't got nothing to do with anybody else. This is your personal process that you have to deal with coming in agreement with. You came in agreement with it. I don't, it, it might have started at the hands of somebody else. That's fine, but you gotta come out of alignment. You gotta come out of agreement and you gotta renounce it because most of us have repented for things, but we didn't renounce it. And then that thing surfaced again and we kept trying to figure out why does this keep coming up? Well, you still been in partnership with it and the enemy has been using it. When you renounce it and put it under the blood and then you understand your righteousness and you're cleansed of it, you'll begin to experience the freedom that's supposed to come to you through Christ Jesus. We should not be repenting cycles and circles and the excuse, well, we all sin and fall short of the glory. No, you can purpose yourself not to sin. So these are the three steps, right? This is what we need to do. These are the things you need to be put in place. And these are the things that you take to the altar and then just begin to worship God and flood him and thank him and bless his name and praise him and glorify him for this situation. Being somebody, somebody's experiencing a breakthrough right now. Somebody's experiencing a breakthrough right now. He's experiencing a breakthrough right now. Why? Because they've received this by faith. They've received this by faith. And yep, this is your personal process. This is your personal process for restoration. I love this. I love this. Go to the altar, repent for getting in agreement with the pain, renounce it and release it. And then ask the Holy Spirit to cleanse your heart. You know what? You're going to have to probably do your Bill Winston confession on your own today, but we got to take, we got to take, you got to make sure Don't forget your Bill Winston confession. I got to get out of here. We're out of time. Don't forget your Bill Winston confession. You need to do that. Don't forget to be consistent. Remember every area you're struggling with. What's the remedy I gave you? Two scriptures, three times a day until this thing breaks in your life. Until this thing breaks in your life. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. I got to get out of here. Go be loved today. I'll see you guys in the morning, right? We're going to finish this process in the morning. We're going to release a praise for this in the morning. Y'all meditate on this. Go back and play it out. It's kingdom, baby. It's kingdom, baby. I'll see y'all back here in the morning. Love y'all. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. 
If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.